0: And welcome to another episode of Brocephus and Friends. I'm your host Brocefuth, and this week we have someone that I'm excited to have on here. Joseph or Jax. It's good to have you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. The first time I remember hearing your name. And for those who are listening and seeing it's not it was it's spelled J O S E F. I heard that because they said, you no. Know, someone said, Joseph, how do you spell your name? Is it J-O-S-E-F? And I said, I said, that would be a blessing if my name was that. And they said, well, there is someone here named Jax, and his name is spelled J-O-S-E-F. And I thought, I said, shoot And then, uh, fast forward, I met you, and I thought, my goodness, where does that name come from?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's the German spelling uh my family were from like a particular group of Germans that actually like uh traveled down the Danube River in Germany, settled in what became Yugoslavia. Um and after World War II, this group of like German people was actually put into like their own concentration camps. Um so my grandmother was in one of these things after the war. She was like part German, uh but she escaped Uh, Lydia Sladen, who's on staff, has the, like, exact same heritage. Like, we grew up going to the same German, like, club up in, like, the Cincinnati area. Um, So, yeah, it's fun. It's cool history.
0: My goodness. I did not know Lydia. Shoot. Oh. Yep. I got to tell her about that. It's good. Have you ever been to Germany?
1: Uh, I have, but I don't remember it. My parents took me over there when I was only one year old. So I was just a little baby, essentially. So I have no memory of it, but I have been there technically.
0: Do you know how to speak German?
1: I wish. It's, I wish I could go back in time and instead of take Spanish, take German. Um, Especially my grandmother, uh, her Alzheimer's has gotten really bad recently and Mm. I wish I would have been able to talk to her in German about stuff because she's just able to recall a lot more stuff when she's talking in German. Mm. But alas. I think my goal moving forward, though, is still to learn
0: German. Yeah. So. For those who are wondering and just tuning in, who are saying, who in the world is this person you have on, tell them about, about what you do.
1: Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, I work at CSF, Christian Student Fellowship, uh, in Lexington on UK's campus. Uh, This is my ninth year on staff here, and then I was a student, obviously, for four years before that, so I've been around for a while. Uh, and currently my main role is, um, kind of the technical director, so anything to do with, like, lighting or audio or, like, video stuff at, like, a Synergy or a Shift or things like that, um, stuff to do with, like, band, um, and all that stuff, uh, I kind of oversee that, set that stuff up, um, that kind of thing. And I also head up our Synergy team, uh, which Synergy is our, like, main, uh, like worship uh, weekly event throughout the school year, uh, so David and I kind of help co lead that team. So those are my like t-
0: two main roles here. I was I told you one time, and I my dad <coughs> has helped out with oh <coughs> shoot,
1: <You> all right?
0: <coughs> COPD, but I my dad has helped out with. Um, you know the stuff like that, uh-huh. the technology stuff, and I told you one time I said nobody pays attention, yeah, to you until something goes wrong, yep, and then it's all eyes on, on you all.
1: Yes, it is. That is a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> I learned it pretty quickly that yeah, I mean you're in the back and you're helping kind of make sure everything runs smoothly, and it is in some ways a thankless job, and people really. A lot of times, only recognize it if, yeah, something goes wrong on the screen or the audio goes wrong, and then everyone's turning around looking at you like, "Hey, what's going <laughs> on?" So, yeah.
0: But I, that thing, that's an important role in the church. Now, you were you didn't until you came here, you did not have any, no training.
1: No, yeah, I, uh, I graduated with an architecture degree, um, so I think my most experience was just kind of like general design stuff. Uh, came on staff. The first thing I was actually asked to do was head up our like video production team. So that's like actually making videos, like the fall retreat video, or um, we used to do like weekly core group announcement videos. We used to do all sorts of things. Um, so I helped lead that team for like four years, um, and at the same time, I eventually started doing the tech stuff. And eventually, I dropped video, and now I'm just doing the like technology um, production side of things.
0: What made you want to come on staff?
1: Um, well, I just really developed my walk with the Lord while I was a student here, mm-hmm. and I feel like this community um, of people really gave a lot to me and helped me a lot with yeah, my walk, and I didn't have any immediate plans of what to do after college, I just knew I didn't want to do architecture, and there was just something stirring in my soul that felt mm-hmm. like I needed to give back. To this community to help give students that were coming to the UK in the future years the same experience I was able to have mm-hmm. so yeah I just wanted to be here and help young students like yourself just find community and all that stuff so that's that's why
0: you know that is so good I think that is so important because uh it's so important to help out the church and and it's important to help in the church, in the buildings when we, you know, like Eastland and Southland. But it's mm-hmm. also good to help to have pl- places like this where people can come. Because I feel like sometimes people will come here first than they will at a church. Yeah. And it's a it's a really good experience, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, I, CSF's goal kind of our structure is oriented around this idea of a funnel. Like we Mm. like to throw events or do, yeah, just different things that appeal to a wide audience just to kind of get them in the door, get them in some sort of community, making new friends, that kind of thing and work them towards a like worship service or into a Bible study, Mm. that kind of thing. Um, that's just kind of our model. Um, and yeah, my favorite thing about my job isn't the tech stuff isn't this synergy stuff directly. It's being in community with students like yourself, in Bible study, mm-hmm. core group, um, just making relationships with those guys. That's my favorite thing. So,
0: You know, um, my audience, they tell me it's from 18 to 22 primarily, <laughs> yeah. which I was surprised because I thought a lot of my people would be in the distinguished yeah. realm of life. Mm-hmm. But... What would you say, and obviously there's all kinds of communities, Christian communities out there, and not everybody is in Kentucky. What would you say to people who are just getting out of high school and looking towards something to say, you know why why do I need to go i'm I go to a church mm-hmm. they don't have a community, why do I need to go to a place with with fellow believers that are my age?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it can be understated enough how important it is to have community with peers, with people of your own age, um, because they're going through the same stages in life as you are, um, they're going to be able to walk alongside you in a way that people of an older or lesser age cannot. That's not to devalue, Mm. like, having some older people in your kind of, um... in some sort of community group that you have, because obviously they're going to bring wisdom and experience that you um, don't and your peers don't. But, yeah, I mean, just to be able to do life alongside people the same age as you. I feel like even myself right now, I am rediscovering that need, because I've seen a lot of people my age kind of move on from this place. Um, So there's just a lot less people my age, and I haven't done a great job of finding community outside of this place with people my age and so right now i'm in this weird limbo of i'm around a lot of young people um but yeah and so yeah i'm just i'm personally working through that myself and it is just important to be in community with people who are in the same stage of life as you because they're just going to be able to walk alongside you in a much more um i don't know tangible way
0: yeah yeah that is so good and um yeah so good um. One time we were talking, mm-hmm. and, uh, you, and you said, "And you said, what's your favorite?" We were talking about movies, and you, I did not realize this, and I was so surprised. You were, you start, you helped start. Well, you told me you helped start Faith in Film. That is a blessing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll readdress that and say I I helped restart Faith in Film. Technically, Faith in Film was a thing quite a bit before my time. Even a guy named Phil Talon, I think, um, started it. Uh, but it took a quite a long break, and we decided to revive it. I'm not even sure I had prior knowledge that there was a thing called Faith in Film before. I just, me and some friends, just really wanted to be able to watch the movies and talk about them mm-hmm. in the lens of faith. And so, yeah, we uh, started that back up, and I think Paige and Reese are still doing that
0: now. Yes. So. You know, and movies, they... I remember, for me personally, one of the things that I... I would go to movie and just see a movie for movie's mm-hmm. sake. And then, then, first, it was... Then hearing the brilliance... Of the music, mm-hmm. taking away the movie and just hearing the score. Yeah,
1: I love film scores.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. Like I remember hearing one of my. I love a good choir, uh-huh. and I love those intense scenes in Star Wars. Oh Oh, yeah. oh shoot! Em. But 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 besides that, what's your favorite film score?
1: Film score. Um. This seems like an easy answer for me because they are just, like, my favorite movies and books and everything, but probably the Lord of the Rings Mm. soundtrack, I think. That film score by Howard Shore, uh, I don't know, he's able to capture that world, um, just the emotion of it and everything just in that film score, and so I find myself going and listening to that a lot. Uh, Yeah, so that'd be my answer.
0: Yeah, have you you heard... Uh, if you heard of Michael W. Smith, you know Michael W. I think so, yeah. He has two film score things, and really good, because, you know, it's one thing to hear words like, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, mm-hmm. mercy I see, but also to to feel that, you know, in a way like, in that you don't have to have words. You know, I think worship can be, and you can say, Joseph, you're wrong, but worship, I think, can be in many different forms.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think worship, I think a lot of times you hear worship and you just think of the singing, you know, songs at church, and that's worship. But worship is our whole lives, Mm. right? I mean, it's uh, just what we do from day to day and how we uh, live our lives as like a... um, just for Christ living our lives for for Christ in different ways. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to go too far down this, but I find my greatest times of worship are doing things like cooking dinner or mm. mowing my lawn, like these simple everyday things where I just get to spend time with God and like praise his name in different ways and uh,
0: yeah. You know, Gloria Gaither, I love a good quote. And she said one time um we need to we need to find eternity in everything we do, mm-hmm. because because no matter what we're doing, no matter if it is cooking dinner or if it's uh um you know making the bed or whatever it is, yeah. there has to there is some eternity in that. Mm-hmm. And so what do what do I do with that? Yeah. Do I you know I need to make sure that. And she, the veil between heaven and earth is very thin. Yes. And so, and so I know that was a little rabbit hole there. No, that's but, a great quote. I love but, it. But, um, but that's good. What is uh, a movie that has really impacted your faith, or movies?
1: Yeah. Um, so I don't watch a lot of like strictly Christian movies. Mm. Um, but movies that i found have, like, spoken to me on, like, a deeper level um, that have just made me think a lot. Um, one of which it's fairly recent. It's called Sound of Metal. Uh, it's about a drummer who loses his hearing, and just... It's about his kind of journey through dealing with that, accepting it, mm. or lack thereof. Um, and it's, like, a fairly quiet movie because he loses his hearing and so the movie kind of reflects that and uh, man, the last scene of that movie just knocked me on my feet off my feet and uh, it really is a super interesting movie from a Christian's perspective in just like what the role of silence and like Mm. what that looks like. Um, So yeah, it's not a Christian movie by any means but it I don't know, it spoke to me on Mm. some deep levels and I just really highly recommend it. Um, I think another one is Arrival sci-fi flick. Um, that one has a great score, film score, but, um, I think the end also to this one, I mean, the whole story is really good, but the ending really spoke to me. I won't spoil it or anything, but it just has to do with parenthood and choices. And, um, yeah, it's just... I remember walking out of the theater of that one, too, and just being kind of blown away, kind of speechless, so that one's really good. Um, If I were to give another really quick third one, um, I like it quite a bit. It's called Silence. This one is more, it it is at least dealing with um, Christian themes. Um, It's about these missionaries um, that went to Japan back in, I forget what century, but hundreds of years ago um, to kind of spread the gospel and just the persecution that they faced um, mm. when they went there. And it's a hard watch, but uh, a really good movie mm. so, based off a of book, actually. So.
0: For goodness sakes. Yeah. Um, I told you about this and and for those who are listening, I. it's a hard movie to watch. Mm-hmm. But the... The Boy in the Striped Pajamas.
1: Yeah. Holy yeah. cats. Yeah, you told me about it, and I said I've never seen it, and I've heard about it, but I need to watch it. So,
0: maybe some other time. Yeah. If you if you want to come back, we'll talk about that movie sure. alone because oh my goodness, I won't give anything away, but All right. but I just say what I've learned through that is we I think as people of as just as people. I've learned freedom is subjective. Mm-hmm. That that um you know, we think, oh boy, he's got it all together. He has he's got nice clothes, he's just great. But then but what really what what is going on in in here yeah. then they're saying, Oh man, they've the other person saying, Oh, they've got it all together. This is this is great, they've got this lavish house. And uh, that's not part of the movie, but yeah. but it but to hear that you know freedom in the eyes of humans, mm-hmm. I think we can think oh they've got it all together mm-hmm. oh they've got it all together, but I think we need to come to the saying of we don't have it all together. Yeah. Neither you know nobody has it all together. Right. But I think as people. Human beings, that's hard to do. Have you experienced that? That that it's hard for people to admit that they... To be vulnerable?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think this is part of becoming a Christian. is just learning that you have a father who is there to help you and to take your burden off Mm. of you because you can't. Mm do it on your own, you don't have it all together, this is why one of my favorite things that we do at CSF is dirty laundry, it's like the most vulnerable night that we have, Mm. um, gonna be happening this year actually, yeah, um, just being able to share stories and be, yeah, extremely vulnerable, um, students just sharing their stories, uh, and just admitting like, yeah, I don't have it all together, and that's why I need Jesus, so.
0: Yes. That is so good. What a year. 2020. (laughs) What a year. We got out of that, a year that was seven years. (laughs) It did feel like it. But, through pandemics and stuff, and all of the things we've gone through, what are some things that you've learned Mm -hmm. during the past year? And it, I mean... yeah any anything
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean it was a huge year. Um obviously COVID and I feel like our country went through a lot of um just reckoning with things. Uh on a personal level, I mean, right before the pandemic hit, uh, my wife and I bought a house. Um so that was a big thing and then she was pregnant and gave birth back in August, so I have a 10-month-old child right now. Um and she did the best. But I think one of the biggest things I've learned through parenthood um, is just how freaking selfish I am. I think parenthood really puts a microscope on you and just shows you, like, yeah, how selfish you are, I think. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, your time just goes out the window when you have a kid, and, like, there's no more saying, like, oh, I I want this, or... Uh, I need that because you're taking care of this little human who mm. needs everything from you and so yeah it's a really special thing being a dad being a parent um and it is continually teaching me stuff um some of it like what I just said about how selfish I'm prone to be um a lot of it about how good of a father we have Mm -hmm. in God, Um, just in comparison to how I am as a father. Like, Yeah, there's a lot of just interesting perspective that being uh, a father gives you. So I would say that's probably the biggest thing over the past year that I've learned. Um, I think recently, I already hit on this, but just trying to figure out what, community looks like for me, um, Mm -hmm. in this stage of life, being 30, turning 30 recently was not the easiest thing for me, um, working with a lot of people who are still in their low to mid-twenties, um, I think, uh, friend Gabe, he also works on staff, uh, he said recently, he's like, man, I get so extremely jealous anytime I'm around someone who's still, like, single and in their, like, twenties, because like just the I'm talking about freedom but just like the freedom they have to do things um, to just on a whim go to Nashville or something or mm. uh, hey we're gonna all hang out and watch a movie tonight or let's go get dinner ice cream like those things like just yeah. aren't a reality for me anymore and it has been hard turning 30 also coupled with becoming a parent and just seeing a lot of these things that used to be part of my life just kind of Disappear and so yeah coming to terms with that has been a huge learning curve for me still kind of walking through that um, But I read we read a book on staff recently called in the name of Jesus by Henry Allen. Um great author one of my favorite authors and he uh, Has a line in the very beginning of the book and it's funny It really has not a lot to do with the rest of the book um, But the line just really hit me and was the thing that stuck out from the book um, For me the most and it just said there's a question it just said Like, have I been, has growing older led me to be closer to Jesus? And Mm. that was a huge question for me because I was sitting here thinking, I don't know. Mm. Has it, like, has my eight, nine years on staff led me? Am I closer to Jesus now than I was when I started? Mm -hmm. And just really trying to address, like, where my walk with Christ is. And so there's a lot of things there, but... That's yeah good. those are those are some of the things I've been learning over the past year.
0: that is really good um I love this quote uh by you know it's interesting with quotes mm. you you know you hear something and then it's like so and so said the first time you say it then the same time is I heard it from someone and then the third time you say it is i said yeah so so I think i I didn't come up with this, but I don't know who did uh-huh. But a turtle on the fence post. Yeah. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that that I, I love that. Because a turtle does not get there by itself. So people have to help that turtle get up uh-huh. on the fence post. Now, I'm not calling you a turtle. Sure. Well, even if you were, I wouldn't be a turtle. Sometimes <laughs> I feel slow, like a turtle. But who has been some people in your life that have influenced you over your years?
1: Yeah, sure. Um... Um, so I didn't really grow up going to church, so I don't have, like, pastors or anything like that in mind. Um, I think my parents were great influences, even though we weren't, like, active in the faith, I still think, as far as, like, just raising me and my brothers went, um, they did it in, like, a really great way, so I'm thankful for them and just the things that they taught me, um. Really coming into college was the first time I started to have, like, some sort of major Christian influences in my life. Um, So, I don't know, there was a community leader that was in my core group um, when I was a senior, and then when I came on staff, he was my community leader for another year. Um, Just a guy in Lexington here who was older than me by probably, like, 15 years or something, had a couple kids and stuff. Uh, he really helped me, I think, just learn what it looked like to have a walk with Christ, what it looked like, I wasn't even, like, married at the time, but what it looked like to have a wife, to Mm -hmm. have kids, to, like, do all of that together, um, like, with God. Uh, so yeah, he was a major one. I think Matt Dampier gets tossed around, like, that name gets tossed around here a lot. You may have heard of him yet or not, but uh, Brian talks about him a lot. He was on staff here for, gosh, I don't know how many years now, but he left a few years ago um, for a church in Austin, Texas. And so he was a big influence on me, on my time here on staff. Um, Just really pushed me, um, helped me grow a lot. Um, Yeah, Dams is someone... If I were to probably peg one person who had the biggest influence on me, it, it would probably be Dance. Um he was just very intentional and cared deeply about people growing. Um and yeah, so
0: I'm very thankful for him. That's good. Yeah. That it's really good. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Today you you could have did anything that you wanted to, but you try, You went to this podcast, the little, pod, the little podcast that's trying yeah. or couldn't. Sure. But yeah. thank you for doing this. Yeah. And, uh, Thanks oh, for having me. Oh, thank you. And uh, blessings to you. Yeah.